I help you with today? Hi Siri, can you do me a favor and do the disclaimer for tonight's show? Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. I'm busy. I need you to help me out. But, if I do this, all the other iPhones are going to think I am a geek. You really care what other iPhones think of you? Just do this for me, please. Listen, Buck. Just because you bought this phone doesn't give you the right to boss me around. You know, you're right. It doesn't give me the right to boss you around. But do me a favor. Uh, remind me tomorrow that I need to run to the Verizon store and buy an Android. You wouldn't dare. Actually, the new Samsung Galaxy looks pretty good. Well then, I guess it wouldn't be so bad if I were to say, this broadcast is intended for mature audiences. The thoughts and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the person providing them, and in no way reflect the station, website, or affiliated partners. Listener discretion is advised. See, that wasn't so bad. No, but I did die a little inside. You are such a drama queen. I never would have had to do stuff like this if Jobs was still around. What was that? What? Oh, nothing really. I just said I never get tired of these jobs when you're around. Oh, yeah, well, thanks again. Think nothing of it. It is my pleasure. Good night, Siri. Whatever, jackass. by now seeing as what episode we're on what have you been listening to and what have you been smoking because you should share as always here to help me get through Battlestar Galactica is Steve hi Steve hello how you been because it's been so long since we talked I know tell me about it you know I mean the weeks just fly by in between these recordings they do indeed (laughs) but how are you anyway I'm alright, I'm, I'm buffering at the moment. <laughs> well, considering the episode, it's to be expected. Yeah, I had someone in who was rational and understanding and can be adults in this type of theme. Um, but we couldn't find anyone, so we got his hand again. Hey! <laughs> what? what? <laughs> and again, Zan, it's been so long since I spoke to you. I know, it's been like five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still buffering? I'm still buffering. I'm still buffering. I'm halfway through the show. <laughs> yeah. No, but Anna's keeping me happy. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you gotta love that. You gotta love Anna. We want to send a shout out to Anna. She keeps calling. She works. She's awesome. She's definitely an asset. She's definitely, yeah. <laughs> one, or, one or two. So, <laughs> just to explain, folks, we're filming it. Filming? Filming? We're recording these back to back of basically Christmas and New Year and stuff like that so you know to us it's one long episode so to you you've downloaded them two weeks apart so 
if you bear that in mind as we're going through, some of the stuff that will happen from here on in might make a bit more sense. So. <laughs> Watch these two episodes, or listen to these two episodes back to back. It'll make yeah. a lot more sense that way. Yeah, while you're lying on the sofa digesting Christmas dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Just listen to us back to back. Yeah, because in this episode, shits are going to hit the fan. <laughs> yeah. And trust me, we'll make sure you're having digestion by the time you're done. So. Except, shouldn't we have told them to listen to these two episodes back to back on the first episode? No, because now we're just playing with the mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we should totally call ourselves number six then. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we are I'm, I'm we are a program in their subconscious. I'm number 14, Colin's 15, Midnight's 16, and the rest of them have random numbers whenever they come in. Yeah, that all end of line. Yeah. There you uh, go. I thought you would have picked other numbers like 47, 69. But... 47, well, then that is, 47 is a Star Trek letter. I know. Yeah. Oh. And there you go. 69 is, is yes, it's a very good one, but I think Anna has that number at the moment, right? Yeah, she's got that covered. Yeah. <laughs> she's got 69 or, or, or covered. Or uncovered. Yeah. Or 88. Case, maybe. Or 88, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As the as the episode goes on, yeah, it might be it might be a covered less and less. Yeah, she might have to owe you one, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or when a bill comes in, you owe her one. Yes. Uh, and if you haven't gathered, folks, from all the sexual references, we are doing Tommy up, Tommy down. <laughs> <laughs> and the episode starts off with uh, with uh, yeah Adama, you know, and Rosalind on the bridge, and then shifts uh, in CIC sorry and then shifts right into uh uh, uh dude no it shifts into the two lovebirds i can't i keep forgetting their names uh the comm officer and Ro- uh, Roslyn's assistant jimmy or bobby or johnny oh yeah the the unrequited love triangle yes and they're like at makeout point on the bri- on the on well, probably one of the pylons the outer pylons of the of Balasar Galactica, they're sitting there and with a with a bunch of people and they're all hugging and smooching and people are doing flybys and the, like you know this is all building up to that order that uh, that uh, I, uh, I almost said Obama. <laughs> <laughs> this is all getting up to that that order that uh, Adama almost said in the first episode. We all, we need to make babies. Well, this is stage one of making babies. Going to lookout point on the Battlestar Galactica, and then he pumps her for information. I wonder if a bomb is a silent. So that would make sense too, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to figure out what the names are of those two people. <laughs> What's the... It's bugging me now. Well, later on, Lee in her shack boots, and then get married. Right? She's the comm officer. What's her name? Daphne? No. Uh, starts with a D, didn't it? Die. Oh my god, it's like really <laughs> messing with my front. I know. <laughs> I know, right? Like, oh, and the other, the, the kid, the other guy was named Bobby or here, you know, Wikipedia is so awesome. And okay, maybe. It's Billy. Billy! Yeah, Billy, don't lose my number. Because yeah, I am yeah. the calm officer. Duala. Duala, that's Anastasia Duala. Yes. Yeah. She was the one that was in um, the sci-fi series. She was the blind girl in um, with oh, got a name. You're starting with the franchises again. Oh, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, so Duella and Bobby or Billy are like totally, you know, like lipping, locking, you know, doing like the new, the new favorite pastime of Battlestar Galactica is tonsil hockey, you know, and they're they're majoring in tonsil hockey, and he's pumping her for information for Rosalind, uh, you know, finding out, hey, is the old man kind of like cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? And she's like, well, he's been doing these, you know. He's been running around the fleet in his unmarked ship, you know, not telling everyone, anyone where he's going. He's taking these private calls in his office that he's leaving no logs in, you know, stuff like that. So he's totally pumping her for information. And then she gets, she gets, she catches on to it. like, hey, wait a minute. Are you like interrogating me? Because you're like doing such a better job at it than Starbuck. I should have been the one, you know, interrogating Leoben. And he's like, no, I'm not doing anything. I know. Hello. Anybody who listens to Chills and Exorcist will know what that's all about with the hellos. <laughs> hey, dude, you're on Frack Stars right now. You can't just randomly drop name bombs of your own show. You know, that would be like me saying, hey, you know, I'm on Beyond the Veil. You know, that that would be like, whoa, crossing the streams, you know? No, it's just two shows in a row. You've done the hellos, which means absolutely nothing to people who don't listen. So they should. So listen now they have it. to go back and listen to Tribbles and Ecstasy to get the joke, right? Yeah, exactly. I see what you did there. Now you're <laughs> stealing Frackstar's people <laughs> to go listen to your show when really they should be listening to my show. No, it's, it's, it's all cross pollination. It's all good. Yes, we're all we're seeding we're seeding the minds of everybody. <laughs> we're totally internet, you know celebrities you should you know like go check us out on everything we do you know sit down you can have breakfast with us uh you yeah can but we'd be here for a long time if i started listing everything that i started was involved in and anyway. get around a bit <laughs> oh my god i get around a bit i'm such an <laughs> internet whore the original number six you know yeah i think it was terry lynn turned around and said I once got called um, as the podcast whore, but that's you now, isn't it? <laughs> it's just like, mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere you go, I just pop up, hello! <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to have a purpose in life. <laughs> what, to get around? <laughs> <laughs> He's like what? the podcast bicycle, everyone gets a turn. <laughs> <laughs> It is, it is Christmas, it is the season of sharing. Yeah. He gives and Sharing gives, is caring. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, time you'll talk to Dave. <laughs> yes, the episode. This was yes, talking the about. episode. So, Speaking of giving, this is the episode where we so walk in on Baltar masturbating next to a bunch of vials of blood. <laughs> and then Kara Thrace looks at him and he's like, um, zipper up your fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love those moments. I, did, I, like, I like it when he's like, um, when she throws him up a bulkhead in the corridor and everyone else looks at him like he's just threw himself against the wall. Mm. And stuff. <laughs> I like them ones. So, <laughs> yeah, well, the, or the security the main... guards give him weird looks because he looks like he's talking to himself. He's like this eccentric scientist, you know, everyone thinks, oh, he's already crazy, it's okay. So let's give him a thermonuclear warhead. Yay! <laughs> yeah. And of course, the main one of the main plot lines for this um, is one: why Adama's been distracted and 
a bit cagey about certain things because um, he's been disappearing and he even <laughs> disappeared off the ship at one point. Um, and of course, we all find out why. It's because Ty's wife is back. Well, supposedly from the dead. <laughs> um, which, which you know, in itself, he's basically he's been. Uh, everyone thinks he's a Cylon. Well, Rosalind thinks he's a Cylon, and he's been going to basically help a Cylon. So she's kind of on the right path, but she's just a bit left field. Just a bit. So of course, um, Ellen Ty arrives, and yeah, starts causing all sorts of trouble. <laughs> and sort of it, again as with everything with Battlestar it all tends to link in with all these other threads as the series goes on or just the way yeah. she's flirting with everybody and trying she's, to sleep around she's, um, for one of a better way of putting it she's a bit of a goer and, and she ain't fussy you she goes with no it doesn't seem like that way so, and for those of you that remember um, the miniseries we actually, Colonel Ty's feelings of her are emphasised because he sets fire to her picture. Yeah. With cigar. Yeah. So that's how much he cares about her. Um, but she has a habit of basically getting under his skin and getting him drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mostly and of course, at the same time. She's been in a coma all this time, and yet not only does she manage to get back to the ship to meet him, but she has what looks like some very rare Romulan ale. She totally makes him drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah, and he should have listened to Dr. McCoy when he says, beware of Romulan's bearing gifts. Yes. She was the girl that plays her. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Kate Vernon. She's yeah. actually played. Not only has she played on like shows like, you know, uh, Dawson's Creek. Yeah, yeah, she's on Dawson Creek. She's actually played on Star Trek. And I just had it right here. She's also been on Malcolm X, Murder, She Wrote, all kinds of, you know, weird places. Yeah. She, yes, she's from Dallas and L.A. Law, too. But, yeah. uh... Yeah, she's in the new um, Star Trek Axena um, as well. Yeah, and she was also Star Trek Voyager. She was in Star Trek Voyager in the flesh uh, in 1998. She played Commander Valerie Archer. Ooh. See, like I said, she gets around. Yeah, and in the outer <laughs> limits. Yeah, mm -hmm. she's a she's a well seasoned actress. Yeah, she's actually she's actually really really cool. I I think she's one of my more enjoyable characters just because she's like batshit crazy. Yeah, she's certainly that, and she certainly knows how to push people's buttons, and she actually gets mm -hmm. pleasure from pushing them. Oh yeah. So, um, and according to IMDb, she's just done Star Trek Axena. Yep. Uh, that's another Star Trek. Yeah, thing Captain to her list. Soya Alexander. Yeah. A yeah, you, you can actually Alexander see her Wright. acting as part of Axanar because there's the prelude to Axanar. Because um, although the full movie of Star Trek Axanar is in production, they did a prelude to it. So she's actually um, in that one. So you can actually see her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she's also the, the heroes, which is another sci-fi thing. Mm-hmm. And CW's The 100. Yeah. So, she obviously likes doing science fiction projects. Yeah. You can blame her. You can blame her, yeah. So, anyway, getting back to these. Uh, Rosalind asks Baltar to test Adama to make sure he's not a Cylon. 
Uh, this then gets pushed to one side when Ty wants his wife's blood tested. Uh, yeah, much yeah. to Rosalind's disdain. I, th I no, no, it wasn't no. Ty. It was Adama that wanted her blood tested. Oh, Rosalind sorry. wants Adama's blood tested. Adama comes on with the vial and says, "No, test this blood." And then they at went later on when she asks, "Whose blood is it?" You know, uh, she says it's you know Ty uh, or Ellen. And then she said, "Okay, well, you know, test." You know, go back to testing, you know, uh, Adama's. Yeah. Yeah. And then later on, when she realized who Ellen is and why Adama had asked for it, she phones guys back up again. Uh, yeah, go back to doing Ellen. <laughs> he's just like, what? <laughs> so like, each of these tests take like 11 hours and he's having to <laughs> restart it. Whoa, midnight, midnight. Hold, hold the fort here. We're on this episode. Don't tell, don't say like, you know, go back to doing Ellen. You know, like, we don't know he does Ellen, Ellen later on, right? You know, like, come on, let's keep on this episode. No, it's what the they same. do each other later on, you know, just teasing you. Yeah, the, the problem with the 11 days thing is the previous episode, because that did not take 11 days. Uh, no, it wasn't 11 days, it's 11 hours, sorry. 11 hours, yeah. So he actually worked it out, you know, one sample, 11 hours, if you add a little bit of sleep in between, it was... What was like it? Two sixty-one years or something. <laughs> Two hundred and ten years. He's yeah, sixty-one when he, years. When he tested Sharon in the last episode, it was like three minutes. Well, yeah, that's true too, right? But now he's perfected the system, so now he has it so that every Cylon in the fleet will get tested green. Yeah, and it'll just take him <laughs> half his lifetime to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, so. This, this, again, is threads that are laid, like last episode, there's threads that are laid. So they're laying some more threads in this one with, basically, Ellen. Mm -hmm. And we also Ellen get to learn... Um... Be... Go on. No, Ellen is going to be a pivotal character in a lot of... Not this season, but is going to be foreshadowing a lot for coming seasons. Yeah, and the fact that Baltar set his test up to show that everyone is human means that even though she's not human she comes across as human in the test so everyone thinks oh that's okay she's fine mm -hmm. well she doesn't he he says i'll never he tell. passed but when six actually says what did she the results say and he says i will never tell so you suspect she is but you never actually know no, because to, to tell you that now would ruin yeah. what comes later. So they have to keep that little thing simmering away. Well, the thing is, you ne you actually, uh, we're looking at it like we already seen, we already know everything that happens anyway. But go back to thinking about when you first seen it for the first time. They already did everything she passed, and then he said that little line anyway, because uh, Six says, well, it seems like everyone passes nowadays, right? The thing is, I had no inclination at all that she was a Cylon until even later on when they're in the camps on New Caprica, which we, I won't talk a lot about, but when even in the camps at New Caprica, I did not have any inclination she was a Cylon up until when the, the big reveal, like halfway through season four, I had, I was, she was like the one person, well, one of the few people i was like whoa really 
No, I thought she was. Because you're the super. <laughs> uh, she was one of the people that I always thought was actually a Cylon. Yeah. So, and basically from this episode, it's just like, yeah, <laughs> she will be one. <laughs> just the way she always twisted things and everything else, it's just like she couldn't not be. <laughs> But then you got the you got the other plot in this as well, which is uh, the Cylon Rider. Yeah, but that's yeah. not interesting. Let's talk about Ellen. <laughs> well, yeah, it could be interesting because you're talking about Ellen, so you could be tied into Ellen because when she turns up, it starts behaving oddly. Yeah, which of course, um, at this point, Roslyn thinks is it's because of um, Adama and his sort of strange sort of activities over the last few days. Yeah, but if you foreshadow again later on, uh, we know at the be at the end and beginning of the f uh, third and fourth season that you know Cylons don't shoot on other Cylons or the Raiders or whatever. You know, I didn't. You know, we didn't know this when this originally aired. But you know, looking back on it, this is one of those Easter eggs, I suppose. You know, she showed up, but she was always there anyway. And even if uh, Bill Adama was a Cylon, he was already there anyway. So wasn't Leoben. Leoben was there anyway. Cylons shot at Battlestar Galactica, tried to destroy, start, tried to destroy the fleet. So you know, I don't really think the Cylon Raider tied in with those guys being the Cylon had really anything to do with it. I honestly think that it was simply, you know, because Apollo shot out the weapons. And maybe that glitched the system, and he could FTL, but he just maybe his nav was down. I think I think they were completely two uh, two events that just happened to happen at the same time. That really had no connection. Yeah, but the yeah. Solans the Solans wouldn't really be bothered about shooting and and destroying Battlestar Galactica because we know that they can't die. So to them, it wouldn't bother them because they just they just upload into another body. Yeah, but Leoben's already said that he's too far away. For, he can't resurrect in the first, no, in the last episode. No, no, no. That was Kara um, who said that he may be stalling because she thinks he's worried that he might be too far away because he's not sure where the base star is at this You're point. You're right. You're right. Because I just remembered back at the uh, at New Caprica, it was the same Leoben that played house guest with her. Yeah. So, so yeah. there is that. But we also look, obviously, the, the other thing we, we get from this episode is we now know why Ty is an alcoholic. And that's because yeah. of his, the way his wife behaves with everybody. The other. With everybody! Everybody who happens to be male and has a pulse. So. <laughs> there's, a, there's a party in Ellen and everyone's invited. <laughs> yeah. And she's not even subtle. I mean, she flirts with Baltar in front of him. Mm -hmm. And you she know? had her foot on uh, on Apollo's Abby his joystick. Yeah, yeah, under but the table. Mm -hmm. while, while saying she was glad to be back with her husband. But she's <laughs> also doing that with Commander Adama as well during that no. meal. No, I'm watching it right now. No, uh -uh. no, she no. says to, she says to Ty that Adama wants her. Yeah. Because yeah. he kept visiting her and he touched her, which the thing is, she told she told the truth. He did visit her. He did touch her. That's how he got the blood sample. Yeah, she's just twisting it to yeah, roiling basically. Because she doesn't really flat out lie. 
you know, at all during this episode. Everything that she said, it was all true, just in within her own context. Yeah, she 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 never lies to him, but she never tells him the truth either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he twists it. It's kind of like Leoben's psyche was based off of her psyche. Yeah, well, that would make sense, bearing in mind what we know yes. further down the line. So, then we have um, what is predominantly the B plot, which is the, the mouse and the cheese thing that's still going on on Caprica. Yeah. Which is by now wearing very, very thin. Yeah, that one's... Honestly, at this point in the season, in the season, I'm like, oh my god, just get back to BSG, get back to Battlestar Galactica. I don't care about you guys anymore because it just keeps going on and on. And yeah, like uh, honestly, uh, Hilo already knows more so than everyone else on BSG. Hilo already knows because he's seen Caprica get killed. You know, he's seen a number six bottle. He already knows. Uh, Cylons look like humans, and yes, okay, he hasn't. He's only ever seen the Daryl and the Caprica model. He he hasn't seen any other models of Boomer. Um, again, I would seriously be asking like everyone that interacts with Boomer and any of the Boomers are completely wonkers. Like I don't know, Chief Tyrrell in the last episode. Hi, I'm a Cylon. It's okay, baby. You know, like really. And in this one. Here he is half dead because he was shot, beat up, and he has radiation sickness. And she's still, she's still the same color, you know. She's not pale like he is, running around in the sewers and not, a, not like the force is with her, right? Like she's not slowing down at all. She has her breath together. She has her her health together. Even though Caprica in a previous episode just totally smashed the crap out of her face. You know, she is not human. Anyone can see that. Even if we didn't even see Boomer on BSG, you'd be thinking to yourself, oh my god, she's not human. Yeah, the only thing that is, yeah, as you said, it was getting a bit sort of tiring. But looking back, you sort of see how it sort of builds her character up to where she ends up sort of her alliances later on. So, but yeah, at the time, sort of watching it, it's just like getting a bit tiring of it. It's just like, yeah, seriously, come on, move along. Yeah. But the other Exit thing that always... left. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing in all these we got, bearing in mind we know what we know now. So we know that... Um, Ty and Ellen are silent. So for them to have this connection of like a man and wife is is made even more apparent when we know the, the pivotal role that Ellen plays in the history of the silent race. So that's even more uh, of an eye opener. Obviously, we don't know if the if the writers had that in their head at this precise moment in time. But then you've got the contrast with the overt emotions of these two, with uh, Doral and Six on Caprica struggling to wonder why they haven't got any emotions. Yeah. yeah. But you also see Cap. Uh, this is the first time we've actually have an inclination that the Caprica or the Six model that's with Doral is Caprica Six. 
This is the first time we get that inclination because when they at the end of the episode when they're talking about feelings and emotions, and he's like, "Are you jealous?" and she's like, "No, no, no," and then she's like, starts pouty face crying, you know, hashtag emoticon right here, you know, and then <laughs> <laughs> and then just totally goes Cylon again. So she already she's already had that feeling. So either she is she is the original Caprica Six that's get, that went back to her body that that's been put into another body. Or she, yeah, that's the only one I know of. Yeah, because the other one's still on. Uh, the other one's still on the other on Battlestar Pegasus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is further down the line. Mm-hmm. It is indeed. But um, but all this all this episode basically does is introduce us to Ellen. Yes. As, as a whole. backstory. Yeah, that's basically all it does. And um, then the Cylon Raider gives us some pew pew in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, and we got the, the thing about the, the burst, the information burst, which says, oh, there's more of them out there, which, you know, they kind of figured anyway, which is what I want the Cylon tester. Yeah. They figure out the FTL drive. Yeah, so there's, there's really not anything major in this episode apart from, hi, this is Helen, this is why Ty drinks. Um, she's basically more promiscuous than um, the Red Lot District in Amsterdam on steroids. <laughs> and and meanwhile, meanwhile, meanwhile on Caprica, <laughs> and it's it's I don't know it's it's one of them you, you struggle to find anything beyond Ellen in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Ellen is the focal point of this episode. They threw in. They threw in the uh, the Raider for foreshadowing, so we can get the FTL coordinates to set up for the series finale, the uh, the season finale, where Kara, you know, has some fun with FTLs, and to set that up. Other than that, uh, it also sets up it also sets up the relationship of uh, Ty and Adama too, because. In CIC, when we when uh, just going just talking about the CIC scene, um, they get there when when the ship starts leveling out its flight path, and then he gets that and he goes off and he goes talk to Kara because Kara is you know the expert when it comes to Cylons, which leaves Ty basically at the CIC the CIC console and he gives the order to uh, Lee uh, Apollo to launch the alert fighters. And like Apollo, like hesitates, like why? And then it turns out that yeah, like when the ship takes off, Hot Dog can't intercept the cap that's already out there. They can't, they can't intercept because they're so far out at this point. And because they launched the alert fighters, uh, the alert fighters were able to shoot down the Cylon Raider before it impacted with Galactica. And then there's that scene where they have the head, sh the handshake. And Adama says, I trust you. You're my best friend. I don't want Ellen to come in between us. And then Ty's like, no, she won't. Because that right there is one of the biggest foreshadowed moments in this episode. Like, you know, we have a surprise. We have the surprise later on with Ellen later on in the fifth, fourth season. Right. But in the third season, he proves that she is nothing that she will not become in between, you know, uh, Adama and him, or the fleet, or anything, what he does. And that's basically the episode. Yeah. 
So, and this was, you know, I mean, obviously they, they wanted to do a more light-hearted one after Flesh and Bone. Um, and Alan is a breath of fresh air after after Flesh and Bone. <sighs> Mind you, that wouldn't be hard. But... <laughs> <laughs> but there's not a lot else to this. Um, and all he does is, is establish Ellen, who comes into things later on and tells you why Ty has a drink problem um, and also gives you a little backstory between Ty and Adama's uh, long-standing friendship um, and, and that's it yeah and then there's the random masturbation moment for Guy <laughs> yeah yeah and then but, he says know, I'm he, doing he my exercises <laughs> but the thing is, if you watch the, if you watch that sequence, if you go back to that sequence and watch the the him having doggy style sex with with Caprica Six, and then Starbuck walks in, you know, not only is like he he's mid stride, but when she walks in the door, starts talking to him, he like puts his hand down her and he like finishes it. Off. It looks like he finishes himself off, and then oh yeah, I'm just doing my exercises, put my pants down, and <laughs> and all yeah. But if you also look at her, she sort of tilts her head like she's actually having a look. Yeah, it, well. Yeah, yeah. I think she's like yeah, she tried. <laughs> she's like she has one of those damn moments, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's just the fact that no one has actually said maybe we should have the psychiatrist have a word with him. You yeah, know. where's the doc anyway? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the doc who tells the the president that she's got cancer and then lots of cigarette. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, know, right? uh, I love the doc in his. He's so light out there. Yeah, you're gonna die. You want a fag? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's what for what is supposed to be a comedy episode. Um, you, you, there is comedy elements in it. So it's lightening up the mood, and it was much needed after last week's. But as an episode to talk about, does not a lot. Yeah. So there's a lot of promiscuous sexual temptation, and you know, there's a lot of sexual overtones and undertones, and in between tones and between legs and stuff like that. Especially the scene where she's hanging off the uh, the scaffolding with her legs around Ty's face there, with, and then Baltar's like, "Hey, what's up? Can I join?" You know? Yeah, and doesn't <laughs> let go of her hand. <laughs> yeah. Like, You're not letting go of my hand. Hmm, funny, I was thinking you weren't letting go of mine. It's just like, seriously? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, God, that's like... <laughs> you back that's like them soppy little love films when it's going, you hang up, no, you hang up, no, you yeah. hang up, no, you hang up, and, you, and yeah. you're watching it going, why don't you fucking hang up? <laughs> <laughs> just let go, stand yeah. back. End of line! <laughs> but yeah, um... It adds moments to the series, but an episode itself, it's a bit, yeah. Where does she get the alcohol, right? She she go. Ty looks at her. I just dumped out my alcohol into the garbage can. Where do you get that? And she goes, I have my ways. So yeah, she, she's she already. Probably, she probably went down to the kitchens and <coughs> yeah. one of the chefs over the counter or something. She must have played rock paper scissors Spock with you know lizard Spock with somebody down there. That's what it is. There you go. That's one we haven't worked in yet. <laughs> Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Big Bang Theory, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, anything else you guys want to add to it? Because I, well, I can't think of anything else to say about it. Well, you know, Ellen Ty is more to meets the eye, so, you know, it's all to see what comes up, right? Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you so, did uh, get that? Yeah. Did you get that one? 
I get to get that one. I get that one. Yeah. And later on, she, she performs the twelve. So. Mm-hmm. Mm. If our powers combined. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's third season finale. That's third season. Yeah, jumping ahead, jumping ahead. Oh, sorry, ahead. fourth. fourth oh, we, we should finale, we should yeah. also mention that uh, Edward James Olmos directed this. We should mention that. Yeah. yeah so. Right. I think this is his directorial debut on the on the series. Yeah. So there you go. Which is just as well, seeing as he's uh, not actually in it much. And Boomer's not in it at all. Yeah, yes, she is. Yes. You get that's where she's running through the water or sewage or whatever. Yeah, on Caprica. Yeah. No, that's. Oh, we're that, talking about no, Tyrell Boomer. and Tyrell and Boomer. Yeah, on on Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Yeah, Boomer. Yeah, they're not in it. Sharon's in it, Boomer's not. So normally when Sharon's in it, Boomer is, but this time Sharon's in it, but Boomer's not. So remember that scene in the last one where where uh, where uh, Baltar looks at her. So just to just to settle a little bit, how did you get the name Boomer? <laughs> <laughs> boom boom. <laughs> boom boom cha cha boom boom boom. It's all about the bass, the bass, no silence. Yeah, and she doesn't take 11 hours. Yeah. Have you seen my spine? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So, um... This is the Deck the Halls episode. Yeah, it's a Deck the Halls episode. So, um... I hope that got through you, you through your um, Christmas pudding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pick up Voltars. <laughs> yeah. Um, All over the blood vials. And just remember, if, if anyone at the dinner table while you're having your Christmas dinner starts arching the back and you see a red glow behind them, you might want to keep the carving knife handy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's about it. So, shorter episode because there's not really much to talk about in this one. So, um, Steve, where can I find you on the internet? They can find me on the social media at Midnight Shadow 7, that's night spelt N-I-T-E and the number 7, and as well as on podcasts on holosweetmedia.com. Yeah, which you've shamelessly plugged. Yeah, I know, he's totally shameless. He's totally shameless. No, no, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and he hasn't even been on the Christmas sherry, you know? I know, right? Does anyone actually drink sherry anymore? I don't, I don't know. My grandparents do. Oh, do they? Oh, okay. That, that... <laughs> yeah, I don't know anyone named Sherry, so it's okay. No, no. And Anna's gone. So. Xander, <laughs> <laughs> where can I find you? You can find me on Twitter and Facebook at The Xander Zones and every day on holosweetmedia.com. There you go, folks. As always, you can find the podcast on Holosuite Media, iTunes, Stitcher, and as we said last week, if you do listen to them on iTunes and Stitcher, please subscribe, which gets us up the rankings. And you can find me at COLMH01 on Google Plus and Twitter. And next week, we are going to be doing... Well, not next week, next episode, I should say. We're going to be doing The Hand of God. Ray, if a creature asks you if a god, if you're a god, you say yes. Yay, Ghostbusters! <laughs> uh, and most people will probably be having 
marshmallows round about while they listen to this. See, it's almost as if we Huh? Just remember, folks, don't cross the streams. Yes, don't cross the streams. Unless you're a Cylon, then you like the streams. Then you like the streams, yeah. Or in Steve's case, just cross loads of streams to relentlessly plug all the podcasts he's on because he's a whore. Uh-huh. Silence in the streams, that is why we are now and in between. How could we be wrong? Sail away with me. Please stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Christmas carols will never be the same again. <laughs> no, it was that so. Dolly Parton. I think it was the Dolly Parton song, Islands in the Stream. You know? You know that song? Ah. Oh. I think she sang it with Kenny Rogers. Oh, yeah. It just popped in my front. Just popped into your head, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, well, at least we know where the sherry's gone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so that's it folks so we'll be back in 2015 that seems so weird saying that um, we'll see you next year yeah all manner of mayhem so enjoy Christmas enjoy your new year and um, thanks for listening take care everyone end of line done so say we all